Thank you for checking out this episode of Wiregrass Daily News Sports. You can find the podcast over at wiregrassdailynews.com or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please follow, rate, and review. Leave a review, and I will read it on a future edition of the show. And if you just leave four stars, you are just a straight-up hater. You can follow me on social media over at pjordansec. You can email me at sportstalkfieldjordan at gmail.com. Welcome to Wiregrass Daily News Sports. This is your daily look at sports in the Wiregrass and the Southeast. Dothan Wolves on 96.9, the legend producer, Philip Jordan, breaks the news, covers the games, and talks to experts in the Wiregrass and Southeast. And now, Philip Jordan. What's up, everybody? Welcome into Wiregrass Daily News Sports. I am your host, Philip Jordan, and studio host and producer of the football on 96.9. A legend and Auburn writer for last word on college football. Welcome in on this Monday. We are going to do things a little bit different on this Monday. And this is going to be the theme and the model throughout the rest of the high school football season. As you see in the title of the episode, it's week eight high school football recap. And that's all we're going to talk about on Mondays from here on out. We're going to kind of go back to the Monday model of the Wiregrass High School Football Report. How we did things on there. I'm going to recap. Everything that happened, we're going to start off with Thursday with Enterprise and Opelika, and we're going to run through all of them. I'm also going to give you updated standings, how's the playoff picture looking for the teams in the Wiregrass. So a lot, a lot of cool stuff to jump into on this edition of Wiregrass Daily News Sports. And on Sunday when I was thinking about this is what we're going to do, and I was thinking about this all during the weekend. If we're going to do it like we used to do, on the Wiregrass High School Football Report, I thought it would only make sense to play the Wiregrass High School Football Report music. All right, everybody. So let's call this the Wiregrass High School Football Report for this week. You know, it was just kind of nice to play that music for you guys again. Uh, it's been a few weeks since we kind of got away from that show and that music and everything else. But, hey, we're doing nothing about high school football here on Mondays from now on throughout the rest of the season. And we are going to start off in 7A Region 2. The Dothan Wolves were off on this past week. So no Wolves update, no Wolves games to play, no post-game comments from Jerry and Ken to play. So Dothan 6-2, they're 4-2 in region play. But Enterprise did play on Thursday night and defeated Opelika 28-14 to get to 6-2, 4-2, and Opelika is 4-5, 4-3 overall. So I talked about this on Friday's episode of the podcast, but hey, you may have not listened to that episode of the show. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to replay my comments I had about Enterprise and Opelika. And apologies, everyone. I actually did record the opening segment of Monday's show first thing Friday morning. Uh, if I said Monday, I meant Friday morning. And usually behind the scenes a little bit here on the show, a lot of these interviews and everything else is kind of pre-recorded the night before and we release the next morning as we're doing here on a Sunday night, even though I said this is the Monday edition. So here's what we're going to do. Once again, I'm going to play that conversation with you guys. 
apologize if I sound like I was half asleep. I did get up at six o'clock in the morning and do that for you guys before I went into my day job. But here's what I had to say on Friday morning about Enterprise in Opelika. Start things off with Enterprise defeating Opelika 28 to 14 on Thursday night. Uh, this puts Enterprise at six and two, four and two in region play. Opelika drops to four and five, four and three. Huge win for Enterprise. Now you have them and Dustin with two losses. And more than likely, Auburn's probably going to lose to Central. Just how good Central is. Auburn's a good team, but Central's just on a different level this season. So you could be looking at going into next week, three teams with two losses in region play. And Dothan will play Opelika next week. So for Opelika, it will be definitely be a playoff game because if they lose that game, that's their final game of the season, that will be it. That will be four losses. So they will be a desperate team uh, when Dothan goes up to Opelika next week. But in this game, it was a scoreless first quarter until quarterback Roman Gagliano ran in a touchdown to go up 7-0 early there in the second quarter. That is the quarterback for Opelika. But right after that, Enterprise took over. Keon Dunlap, who had 143 yards and three touchdowns in the game, took a handoff, 45 yards on the next drive for a touchdown. And then he scored another touchdown with 423 left in the half on a 29-yard run. That put Enterprise up 14-7. to Enterprise defense played tremendous the entire evening against his team. And Roman Gagliano is one of the better quarterbacks you're going to see in 7A. And then to close out the half, Dunlap scored once again with 33 seconds left to put Enterprise up 21-7. to Opelika got down the field a little bit. Uh, a penalty helped, and they tried to kick a field goal before half, but it did not work out for them. In the second half, Opelika did get within 21-14, to and then Enterprise went for it on a fourth and second on its own 30 there in the third quarter, and it failed, and then Opelika got the ball on the 26th. But once again, the Enterprise defense held tough in this situation and was able to keep Opelika from getting into the end zone and making it 21-14. to And this is when I say Enterprise had a championship-level drive. This is what playoff teams do. This is what really good teams do. They closed the game on a drive that went over six minutes. Opelika did not get the ball back to one thirty one left in the game, and this was after quarterback Eric Winters scored on a five-yard run to go up 28-14. Pretty much sealed the deal on the game. It was a 13-play, 76-yard drive where Enterprise just chewed up a lot of clock. You were probably thinking that time Opelika was, we punted the ball, we get the ball back, plenty of time, we can go down there, tie the game, but no. Enterprise takes it all the way down the field, and they close the deal to win 28-14. to Once again, big win for Enterprise here, getting the win, and now they look ahead uh, to their next upcoming games, but big win for them. Uh, and then, like I said, Opelika and Dothan will play next week. All right, and talking about that Dothan-Opelika game, of course, you'll be able to listen to that on 96.9 Legend this Friday night. Pre-game starts at 645. Kickoff is at 7. Also, check out the Jed Kennedy Coaches Show on Thursday night at 8 o'clock on 96.9 The Legend. But that is a playoff game between Dothan and Opelika. I uh, didn't really realize that Friday morning when I made those initial comments. But, yes, the winner between Dothan and Opelika is going to the playoffs. Loser is not. And Dothan will have another game after that. This Friday is it for Opelika. This is their season finale. Other scores in 7A Region 2, Central defeated Auburn 41-20. to That's kind of predicted there to stay undefeated on the year. 
Auburn is now six and two, four and two. So right now you have a three-way tie between Auburn, Enterprise, and Dothan uh, for that number two spot in seven A Region Two. Percy Julian defeated Prattville thirty-nine to thirty-five. So Percy Julian is four and four, two and four in region play, and Prattville is three and five, two and four in region play. Really a down year for Prattville. Be interested to see if the team turns it around next season. Uh, then Smith Station defeated Jag High School sixteen to eight. And looking at the standings, as you said, Central they're at the top. Region champions, uh, seven zero eight zero overall. So now it's kind of like I said, who's going to fill in those final playoff spots? Who's going to be number two? Auburn, Enterprise, Dothan, all four and two in region play, and all six and two in overall records. Now Opelika sits at four and three. They're four and five overall, but four and three in region play. Percy Julian, Prattville, Smith Station, and Jake High School have all been eliminated from playoff contention. When you look at the Week 9 schedule, I've already mentioned Dothan at Opelika. Prattville will be at Auburn. Enterprise will be at Jack High School. And then Smith Station will be at Percy Julian. Central is off this Friday. So, big game between Dothan and Opelika. That's a big playoff like atmosphere. It's a playoff game. It's basically what this is going to be with these two. So, tune in. If you can't drive up to Opelika to check it out, tune in. Uh, it's going to be an interesting game, without a doubt. All right, now we're going to jump into 5A Region 2. We're going to start off in Rehoboth. You follow the feature Rehoboth, 17-6 to to go to 6-3, and 4-1 clinch 5A Region 2, uh, their first region title since 2010. Uh, with the loss, Rehoboth is eliminated from the playoffs with a 4-4 overall record and 2-3 and in region play. You follow Phil, uh, built a 10-0 lead early and were up 17-6 at halftime. So both defenses pitched shutouts. In the second half, that's great for you, Fala. That was not good for Rehoboth. Uh, turnover prevented more points for you, Fala, there in the game. Quarterback Browning Anderson was 8 of 17 for 208 yards and one touchdowns. He found Antron Mitchell for a touchdown to go up 17 to 6 with 122 before halftime. Charles Henderson defeated Headland. I was really looking forward to this game. I was wondering how good of a game, how close it would be. But Charles Henderson defeated Headland 35 to 14 to improve to 5 and 3, 3 and 2 in region play. Headland drops to six and two and three and two in region play. This game was tied at halftime, and then Charles Henderson had twenty-one unanswered points there in the second half. Quarterback Parker Adams had a fifty-seven-yard touchdown pass to Zach Coleman on the first play of the second half, and then also in the second half, Antonio Frazier had a six-yard touchdown run, and Adams connected with Jawan Boyd for a forty-four-yard touchdown pass. Uh, Parker Adams solid performance with one hundred ninety-seven yards passing. Quarterback for Headland Jackson Williams had one passing touchdown and run rushing touchdown. Carroll defeated Greenville 35 to 32 to improve the four and four, three and two in region play. Greenville one and seven, oh and five in region. Carroll held on to the lead after being up 35 to 20 there in the third quarter. Keyshawn Cole, the quarterback, had a big game with three touchdown passes. Two of those were to Peyton Plot. And that's all there is for 5A region two. There's only six teams in the region, so the five games, they're done. So the next few weeks, either teams aren't playing or obviously they're playing out of region. So looking at the standings, as I told you there on the top, as we jumped into 5A region two, Ufala clinches the region, four and one region play, six and three overall. Charles Henderson is sitting at second uh, with three and two. Headland at three and two and Carroll at three and two. And that's your four playoff teams there. And then Rehoboth and Greenville will not be making the playoffs. I'll say this, and like I said, we still got a few weeks left in the season. 
think Toby Green did a really good job with Rehoboth this year. They're a good team. Just, you know, sometimes good teams don't make the playoffs because you only get four in, and sometimes you got five good teams. Look at 7A Region 2. There's five playoff quality teams, but only four are going to get into the postseason. But good job. They went on a streak where they won three games in a row in there. They made some upsets. I believe one was against Charles Henderson. They played tough against Ufala. So good year. Good year for Rehoboth and something to build on for next season. Now, looking at the Week 9 schedule, as I said, all the teams will be out of region play. Carroll will be hosting Valley. Rehoboth will be at Shelby County. Headland will be at New Brockton. Selma will be at Charles Henderson. And Early County, Georgia will be at Ufala. That should be a good game. Early County usually has a pretty solid team. Uh, and playing Ufala uh, in that one, that should be an interesting matchup. Now let's jump into 4A Region 2. Andalusia defeated Booker T. Washington 27-6 to remain undefeated in both region play and overall. Booker T. Washington falls to 5-3, and 4-2. Catholic Montgomery defeated Dale County 63-0. They're also undefeated. Uh, and Dale County is 3-6, 2-4 in region play. Montgomery Academy defeated Slocum 53-20. For Montgomery Academy, they're 3-6, 3-3 in region. For Slocum, they're 1-7, 0-6 region play. For Slocum, quarterback Cade Burge was 11-19 for 147 yards and one touchdown. Wide receiver Maddox King had six catches for 103 yards and one touchdown. Geneva defeated Bullet County on homecoming 30-20 to go to 3-6, Geneva is not eliminated from playoff contention yet. And Bullet County is three and six, one and five in region play. For Geneva, Kingston Tolbert had 120 yards rushing and two touchdowns. Now, looking at the standings, no one has clinched the region yet in 4A Region 2. Andalusia and Catholic Montgomery both sit at the top, both 6 0 in region play, 9 0 overall. They do play this Friday night. Booker T. Washington sits in at third place at 4 and 2, 5 and 3 overall. Montgomery Academy, they are 3 and 3 region play. Three and six overall. So they're sitting in that four spot right now. But behind them, you have Dale County at two and four and Geneva at two and four, both with three and six overall records. And eliminated is Bullet County at one and five, three and six in region, uh, three and six overall, excuse me. And then Slocum 0 and six, one and seven overall. And then looking at it now with the matchups for this Friday night in week nine, Dale County will be at Booker T. Washington. Dale County is looking for a win here. Slocum will be at Bullock County. Those are two teams that are eliminated but still playing for pride. They're trying to close out the season on positive note. Then you'll have Andalusia at Montgomery Catholic. That's the big game. This is the region championship between these two teams. We keeping much, much attention on this game Friday night during the school board shows at halftime and postgame. And then Geneva will be at Montgomery Academy. This is an interesting game, too, because, like I said, Montgomery Academy, they're sitting at four. Geneva is behind them at two and four. And when you look at it for Dale County, their best scenario is, because these teams have all beat up on each other, is for Geneva to win, three-way tie, maybe get in. But then you look at Geneva, you win this, and especially if Dale County was to lose to Booker T. Washington, then Geneva get in the playoffs. So these very interesting matchups uh, in these games here in 4A. Region 2. Next up, 3A Region 2. Strong defeated Northside Methodist 56 to 21 to stay undefeated in region play at 6 and 0. They are 7 1 overall. Northside Methodist drops to 2 and 6, 1 and 5 in region play. For Strong, Gret Barnes had three touchdowns in the game, two rushing, and a punt return for a touchdown. 
Houston Academy defeated Op 49 to 20 to stay 7 and 1, 5 and 1 in region play. And Op is 3 and 5, 3 and 3 region play. They are still in the playoff hunt. Quarterback Caden Mitchell for HA had over 300 yards passing and five touchdowns, and he had two interceptions on defense. So, all around great performance by the quarterback there. Delville upset and stunned Providence 20 to 15 to go to 3 and 6, 2 and 5. So, they, they are still in mathematically in the playoff hunt. Providence is now 5 and 3, 5 and 1 in region. That's their first region loss of the season. Uh, for Delville, Amari and Pinckney say his name all the time. We talk about Delville. He had 211 yards on the ground and three touchdowns. New Broughton, uh, they defeated Ashford 30 to 26. New Broughton is two and six, two and five in region, and then Ashford is three and five overall, one and five region. The loss here eliminate, eliminates Ashford from playoff contention. And then New Broughton, they were up 22 to zero at halftime. Wide receiver Baylor Foster had five catches for 140 yards and three touchdowns. Pike County was off. They are three and four. Three and three in region. So let's look at the standings and where everybody is at. Now, this is a region with nine teams. So they're playing region games to week 10. So you got this week and next week. So a lot, a lot to decide here with these teams. Strawn, of course, sitting at top six and oh in region. HA and Providence are tied at five and one. They do play this Friday. Pike County is sitting at number three, tied with Op also at three and three for the fourth place spot. Then behind them are Delville and New Broughton, who are still mathematically in this at two and five, both of them apiece. Then you have Ashford and Northside Methodist, both teams one and five region play. They are both eliminated from the postseason. So the schedule week, just as I mentioned, Houston Academy at Providence. This is the big game in 3A Region 2. They'll be playing on Friday night, both for 5-1, to maybe determine who wins one still region is up for grabs, especially for Providence, because I do not believe they have played Strawn. And also, well, they haven't. Strawn is undefeated. Providence has the one loss, and Providence one loss is the Delta. So these two teams still have to play each other. So, But for HA, if you win this one, you pretty much clinch in the number two spot. At worst, you would need Strawn to lose the next two for HA to win region because Strawn has a victory over HA. But you also have Astrid playing at Northside Methodist. Once again, these are two teams that will not be making the playoffs. You have Delville at Pike County. Big game. Then up at Strahd. So, very important games there. And as I mentioned earlier, I mentioned again here, Headland 6-2 will be at New Broughton, who is 2-6. In 2A Region 2, Cottonwood defeated Zion Chapel 35-20 to clinch. The region title, uh, King Campbell had 119 yards and one touchdown in the game. This is the first region title since 2010 for the Cottonwood Bears. They were 12-1 that year, and they were coached by now Rehoboth head coach Toby Green. They lost in the third round that year to Leroy 40-21. to As someone that went to Cottonwood, I know how Leroy has been a thorn in the Cottonwood Bears' side when it comes to postseason. In that postseason, though, they did beat Isabella 51-21 to and beat Providence 44-28. to that team averaged 42.5 points per game and allowed only 15.5, and they were 7-0 at home. Uh, players from that team, at wide receiver, you had Adarius Dalsey. At defensive back, you had Austin North. Running back, D.D. Dalsey, and he also had linebacker Josh Price. Now looking on for the rest of 2A Region 2, GW Long defeated Abbeville 24-6 to improve to 6-2, 5-1 in region play. Abbeville falls to 1-8, 1-5. 
Abbeville was up 6-3 to three at halftime. Bryson Hughes in the second half was 11-20, uh, for GW Long. Ayrton in a high-scoring game defeated Wicksburg 49-42 to to go to 5-4, and 4-2 four. Four and in region. And then Wicksburg is 4-4, four 4-2 and four, four and in region. Quarterback Ian Sin for Ayrton has 496 total yards and seven touchdowns. He had 227 yards through the air with five touchdowns on 18 of 30 passing. And then on the ground, he had 270 yards and two touchdowns. And then Sanson defeated Geneva County 28-6. to six. Uh, Those are two teams that are eliminated from postseason. Uh, Sanson is now 2-6, and 2-4, and four, and then Geneva County is 0-8, 0-6. Now looking at 2A Region 2, we know the four teams that are in the playoffs, and Cotton was the region champ, so that's all settled. Uh, Zion Chapel, Sampson, Abbeville, and Geneva County eliminated from playoff contention. GW Long sits at second right now with a 5-1 and one record. Ayrton and Wittsburg sit at 3-4 and four with a 4-2 and two record. Ayrton right now is in the three spot with that head-to-head win over Wittsburg. Now, this weekend's games, GW Long will be at Wittsburg. That's an important game. Zion Chapel will be at Abbeville. Sanson will be at Ayrton, and Cottonwood will be at Geneva County. So, Ayrton looking to get them a win there. And, hey, if Whitsburg was to beat GW Long, maybe Ayrton could slide in there into the two spot and get a home playoff game. All right, now jumping into 1A Region 2. And if you're still here with me, I appreciate you uh, going on with me just, you know, me by myself for about over 20 minutes now talking to you about these high school football games. Elba defeated Florala 56 to 28 to stay undefeated at 8 0 and 6 0. Uh, Florala 6 2, 4 2. Alvin Henderson had 354 yards and seven touchdowns. McKenzie defeated Kenson 46 to 19. Georgiana defeated Red Level 56 to 7. Brantley defeated Pleasant Home 37 to 7. And Houston County was off their 3 and 5, 2 and 4 in region play. And now looking at the situation in 1A Region 2, teams eliminated right now Red Level. Kinston and Pleasant Home. Now, Elba and Georgiana sit in the top. Elba holds tiebreaker. Elba wins. And this is another region with nine teams. So you're going to be going through region play through the final weeks of the season. Now, next up at third place is Forala and Brantley tied at four and two. Now, looking at the schedule, those two are not playing this week. But anyways, those two teams are tied at four and two. McKenzie is three and three. Houston County is not mathematically eliminated. They are at two and four. Off this week will be Georgiana, but the week nine schedule looks like this. McKenzie will be at Houston County. Florala will be at Kinston. Red Level will be at Brantley. And Pleasant Home will be at Elba. And lastly, uh, two of the scores just around Wiregrass. In independent ranks, Mariana defeat Pike LeBrarts 43-14. Pike LeBrarts is now 2-5 and five on the season. They will play Baker this Friday out of Florida. Uh, they are 2-6. and six. In AISA, Macon East defeated Avril Christian 53-0. Uh, Avril Christian is now 1-8 on the season. And next up, they will be playing Lakeside on the road, who is 5-4. And that's going to do it for the Monday edition of Wiregrass Daily News Sports. And I feel like uh, you heard it. Uh, my voice cracked a little bit there. I'm losing my voice to a degree. Uh, talking for over 20 straight minutes, I guess, did that to me. Uh, remember, we back on Tuesday. We'll be recapping Alabama, Auburn, Florida State, the college football weekend. I will be joined, scheduled to be joined, by Taylor Jones. He is the managing editor of the Auburn Wire, part of USA Today. We will talk some SEC basketball this week on the show, too. Blake Lovell from the Southeastern 14 is scheduled to join us. And of course, you know, Matt Lowe, 
at the end of the week. We will preview the games that come this week. And the coaches show returns this week. Since Dothan was off this past Friday, we did not do a coaches show last week. But that will be back in the feed this week as well. Remember, you can follow me on social media at PJordanSCC. The podcast is available over at WiregrassDailyNews.com or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're on Apple Podcasts, please follow, rate, and review. Leave a review. I will read it on a future edition of the show. And if you leave just four stars, you are a straight-up hater. You can always email me at sports.philipjordan at gmail.com and check out all my written work over at Last Word on College Football. I'll talk to you guys on Tuesday. Until then, bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to today's Wiregrass Daily News Sports. Make sure to tune back in tomorrow for more of the sports you love in the Wiregrass. Check out the podcast at wiregrassdailynews.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Continue the conversation and connect with Philip on social media at PJordanSEC.